0: Merry Christmas and welcome to the She Reads Truth podcast, where we open our Bibles and talk about the beauty, goodness, and truth we find there. I'm your host, Rachel
1: Myers. And I'm your other host, Amanda Bible Williams. And friends, it's Advent. (laughs) Advent is here. We love this time of year. We love to read Advent scriptures with you and talk about all things Christmas and Jesus and Advent. So we're so glad that you're here. And friends, for the first time ever, During Advent at She Reads Truth, we have our friend Annie F. Downs here with us. Annie, many of you know Annie. She is a New York Times bestselling author. She is a speaker. She has a podcast called That Sounds Fun. She has a podcast network called the That Sounds Fun Network. She's written multiple, multiple books and she has a brand new kids book that just released in October called What Sounds Fun to You. Annie is there's just nobody like her. And we love her as our friend. And we especially love her as our sister in Christ. And we are so excited to kick off Advent Annie style with our friend Annie. So without further ado, here we go. Annie F. Downs. Hi. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's
2: the most. Well, you know, I feel about Lent. But oh, this is second true. to Lent. This is Advent true. is the most wonderful time of the year. I am such a Lent person, but without Advent, we don't get Lent. And so yeah, that's right. I yeah. love Advent too. It was occurring to Amanda and I before you got
0: here that we have gotten to celebrate Advent with you on That Sounds Fun podcast yes. six times, yeah, and um, this is the first time we've gotten to have yes. you celebrate Advent with us on the series Truth podcast. I'm so happy so about welcome. it. Happy and Advent. So like the joy of the crossover, because yeah. so many of your friends at That Sounds Fun come over to us and celebrate Advent with yes. us, and so many of our friends enjoy That Sounds Fun yes. all year mm-hmm. long, yes. and so like the y'all come. Of Annie and Rachel and
2: Amanda yeah. and all of our
0: friends, yeah, kicking off Advent it just feels just right. It to feels me. just
2: right. I love that they can hear us have a conversation on that sounds fun about Advent. Come here and here, because it's two different conversations, it really right? Yes, yeah. yeah. And so I, I absolutely. I mean, we love think so. We've that. never had it. Yes, that's right. This <laughs> is my first time on here. But man, what a y'all know how I feel about the Christian calendar when we were on here Mm -hmm. last time, we talked a lot about what it matters to me. And as we're coming to the end of ordinary time, praise God. I do not (laughs) love ordinary time. Oh my gosh. I feel it in my body. I feel it in my spirit. I feel it all over the place. The ordinary time is just not a good fit for me, which is unfortunate because it is the majority of the the year, the Uh vast majority of the year. But man, here we are, Advent, Christmas tide,
1: I can't. The calendar just
2: turned red. It is good. I'm so happy. I'm just so happy.
1: It's going to be so good. We're so glad. And beyond that, you are an Advent cross-stitch enthusiast. Oh, I did.
2: How many did I do last year? The red cardinal pattern. Yeah. Well, this is my first time on here telling you this. My grandmother loved red cardinals. So when I saw that pattern last year, I thought, I'm going to make one of these for every one of my cousins and for my mom and my uncle. So I cross-stitched eight of those last year. Oh my goodness. I did eight Like before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I gave them all at Christmas. And I actually hired a seamstress to turn them into an ornament and she put um, green velvet on the back and a little red ribbon on top. I'll I'll post a picture today so people can see it. But I just loved it and I'm very excited about the pattern this year. I just appreciate so so much y'all including because this is a time of year also where it gets dark, where we're home more, where it's cold. and, Mm -hmm. And I love having something besides scrolling to do that's right when I'm watching amen TV. yeah well for those of you listening the cross stitch pattern this year
1: is mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. on
2: pages 28
0: and 29 in the book yes. but you get to use the QR code and like print it so you're yes. not like trying to juggle a book at the same time but you'll see yes. that like this year I love that they chose like an oatmeal Fabric
2: yes. with the white and the red—it just—it's a good vibe. And again, you can get the oatmeal fabric. There's right. white. There's also black. I've yeah. done a thing with black in the background, and I think Ooh. the idea of let there be light
1: with a <gasps> black
2: background—that
1: might not be wrong. what I do. Okay. Okay. A, little, a little gold
2: for the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Annie and friends, please show us what, yeah. you, yes, when you, do oh, it. what you do. Show That's us. That's right.
0: The other fun thing. So it's been six Advents with you, Annie. Yes. But for the She Reads Truth community. This is our 10th advent together. Oh,
2: that's awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So I don't think we've had 10
0: books, but starting in 2012 was our first advent together. And so this Mm -hmm. 2021 would be number 10,
2: which feels like so stinking special to me. Right. I would imagine that anyone, I mean, I have been around that long with y'all. Yeah, yeah, Any of us who've been reading that long have experienced so many different personal seasons yeah. mm-hmm. that I hope we will all go back and pull out journals or notes or yeah. our she and he books and go, wow, that year this happened and that year. You know, mm-hmm. Hosanna Wong, who y'all are also friends with, said to me the other week, it's not that I am full of faith. It's that I have a really good memory.
1: Of what Ooh, God has done for me.
2: That's great. And she's like, because I write down what he's done for me and I go back to and look again at what he's done for me. And so when we hit anniversaries like this, yeah, it's so important to go. It's not that we know how much God has done for us, it's that mm-hmm. we remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's we remember. And that's so right. what a good opportunity for us to remember this year all the things that God's done over yeah. the last 10 years. For us to think
0: back, you know, where was I in Christmas of 2012 yes. or, I mean, for a lot of the she's listening, that is the case. Like a lot of y'all listening have Aww. been with us for 10 years. Yeah. Like I want to like name your names because you're just so precious We've to me. We've grown up together. We've grown up years, together. Right? Yeah. And a lot of y'all listening, this is your first advent with She Reads Truth. And then, you know, anything in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But the great news is it's not really about She Reads Truth at all. Like for us to look back at, 2012, and think about where we were and what God has done in Uh that time and in the time since. We don't need She Reads Truth to do that. It's really special to do that together, but it's also just so much bigger than She Reads Truth.
1: Here's what I love about Advent I love that every year, I mean, the message and the intention is the same. We are preparing our hearts. We prepare our homes, we mm-hmm. prepare you know our calendars, like we were preparing yeah. ourselves to celebrate the birth of jesus and rachel sometimes you 've said, and i 've heard you say it again this year, but in years past that we don 't want Christmas Day to sneak up on us, yeah you know we want to yeah. be ready, and we want to remember. Why we celebrate, like, why is Christmas such a celebration that if you just are in the area, you know that it's Christmas, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like, let's trace that back and like, why, why is it so special? And so we dig into scripture every year to remember how the birth of Jesus is the fulfillment of a promise in the fulfillment of Many promises made yeah. from the beginning of time, right? And so we are reading a lot of the similar scriptures each year and we're definitely doing the same, preparing our heart, you know, mm-hmm. for, for the birth of Jesus and to celebrate that. But the exciting part each year in terms of the advent study is that we get to do that in a specific way each year mm-hmm, yeah. and it doesn't change what it is that we're doing it just gives us a different angle a different lens so that this tale as old as time you know this right. this old old story like, literally, this yeah. good news can hit our ears and our hearts and our minds in a fresh way. You know, we talk sometimes about the things that make us stop our scroll when we're scrolling through Instagram. Advent to me is kind of that it's a scroll stopper for my heart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that like I'm just scrolling through life and going da 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 and then I'm like, wait, no, I need something to shake me away right. and say, Hey, this year we're yeah. talking about light.
0: Yeah. The light is coming. That's yeah. what I like about Advent. That uh-huh. I feel like it's this like both and of like, it's never new and it's always new. Like, That's I think that so there's good. something about yeah. the Advent scriptures. Like, these prophecies are so ancient Yes, and the fulfillment of the prophecies are both ancient and present and future. But there's also like the way that we get to kind of take a fresh approach mm-hmm. every year and go like, what is like yet another cool way to look at the already true, unchanging ancient thing. yeah, And so every year, it's like this fun challenge of like, what am I going to do for Advent this yeah. year? Which I think the idea this year came while I was in the shower. Really? Yes.
1: <laughs> All the best ideas. All the best ideas. Listen, That's right.
0: Amanda and Terry Cabo recorded a podcast episode back this spring yeah a while back and I was sick. I didn't get to be there for that episode which was so sad. Which we missed was you. so sad. But I got to listen to it after the fact and I was listening to it in the shower, which is where I get all my best work done. And they were having this conversation about Genesis one, about let there be light, yeah. about sort of that thread of light in scripture. And I just started thinking like oh my goodness, like that's our advent this year to think about like let there be light and Jesus as piercing the darkness in the dark Mm -hmm. world with light and then like that we get invited to be people of light and so really that was like the start and finish of my contribution it felt like to like guys everybody come in a room like here's what i think what if we tackled light this advent season and what came was like Somehow, like, not surprising and yet also surprising of like, oh my goodness, this thread is true. This is not extrapolated. We're not putting this together. We're not making this up. This is the gospel. Mm-hmm. This is the Advent story. And it's the big picture between two Advent stories. Yeah. So, our plan this year is
2: called the, the Everlasting Yellow, Light. The everlasting right. Light. Yeah. I read a scripture this morning in Isaiah about how God is the light. Mm-hmm. I just kept thinking, like, Oh, yeah, there is no darkness with you. That's right. There is no You can take a dark room, and Mm -hmm. it takes one thing to make it light. But if you take a light room, it takes a lot to make it dark. Yep, that's right. (laughs) And I just thought, man, what a gift. And as we think about God as the everlasting light, and that's what we get to study this Mm -hmm. Advent, I just think, man, every time it feels dark— it takes one little bit of light to change the whole room Yes, and make it count. Oh, that's good. Amy. I mean,
1: that's my prayer for this Advent study is that for each of us, and I don't just mean like, oh, for all of you out there that you see, I mean this for me yeah. in my heart. I want, we're at the end, you know, nearing the end of another really hard year. And, you know, all of us, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the collective we.
0: (laughs) The collective we and the individual we. Absolutely. Or I, I guess, would be individual we is not Yeah, but yeah. Yeah,
1: and I want, that's what I so dearly want, is just for God to do what He does, which is take His promises, His Word, His presence, and let that be like the match in the dark room and just... Because that light, the other true thing about that light in the dark room, it gets to every corner. Yeah. Like it changes the whole scope of the room, you know, and like, that's what I want in my heart. And so, you know, Annie, a lot of you listening know that... Our Advent veterans. Advent veterans, that we usually will name the study, and by usually, I mean always so far, (laughs) after a carol lyric. Yeah. And this year... The everlasting light comes from a little town of Bethlehem. The line is, Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. And that's it. I mean, how many hopes and fears are we all toting in here Mm. to this conversation? You know, like we all have an indivisible... Pack on our back of all the things, mm-hmm. but you know what's
2: interesting when you talk about the year being hard yeah. and last year being hard. I feel like what happened in twenty twenty gave us permission to say life is harder than we were acting
1: like it is. Mm. Oh, that's right. That. And so yeah. I,
2: I'm going to yes and you push back yeah. on that. No, no, I'm gonna yes I yes and no, you.
1: Yes and is one of my favorite things. Yes. Yeah.
2: So yes, this was a hard year. And? We don't go backwards from this. We don't go back to easy years, I don't think.
1: Okay. Oh. I don't
2: think we go back to easy years. I think because of what we experienced in 2020, we are now in a world where we go, is this harder for you than you thought it would be? Me too. Is it like
1: the blinders have kind of come yes, off a little bit? of
2: like, we have had good days in the last two years, of for course. Sure. And we've had good seasons in the last two years. But overall, we've had an awakening that maybe... Maybe earth is harder than we thought it
1: was. And this is what we're doing. That yes, is what this reading good. plan is that we just started. We started it yesterday, actually, because Advent is unique in our family of reading plans, and then yes. it starts on a Sunday. So yesterday was the first Sunday of Advent, and so today is our first reading day, and we are looking at how Jesus is the embodiment of light yeah. in the dark world, and that God has promised light yeah. from the beginning yes and that scripture if we trace the thread it is jesus as the embodiment of light in a dark world and god fulfilling His promise to bring light to a dark world. Yes. And so that's where, and we're going all the way back to Genesis, because that's what we do in Advent. Yeah. And it's just, it's going to be, I have seen a preview, and it's going to be really good. Yeah. And we are remembering that, yes, all the hard stuff, like, right, you got to acknowledge the dark. You got to have Lent mm-hmm. yeah. so that you can celebrate Advent. Come for Advent. Advent, stay for
2: Lent. That's what I always say. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> Before we get into our reading for this episode, yeah. I think that for those who are new, we talked a lot about our friends who've been with us for 10 Advents, yeah, yeah, yeah. but for those listening who are new to Advent, let's give a quick, um, you are here. With Advent, we know we talk about Advent a lot, but mm-hmm. we talked about what it means. And then also there is a second Advent. And so getting that you are here. Annie, usually that's the question that you ask
2: us. Oh, good. Let me do that. Uh,
0: no, no, no. Oh. Usually that's the question you ask <laughs> us on your podcast, but you're our guest. So we I get love to that interview you were ready you. to just go into host <laughs> yeah, mode. Yeah. I was like, sure. No, no, no. I'm your host. Okay. Would you tell us about what is Advent and how, like, where are we? What is the second Advent? What does that even mean? Yeah, I think I know
2: the answer, but All you right, can listen, totally correct me. This, this is not a quiz. Le- it yeah. feels more like a quiz. Yeah, so my understanding of Advent, but y'all can also score my quiz when we're Je- here. Ooh, we uh, shall not judge. Is Advent is the season leading up to the birth of Christ, you leading got it. up to the Messiah coming that has been promised for all of Scripture, and so it is four Sundays leading up to yep. Christmas Eve. You got it. Yeah, I yeah. think a very fun thing for everyone to remember is that we don't actually have Jesus's birth certificate, so we're not what? totally <laughs> sure he was born on Christmas Day. So, but you have to release yourself uh-huh. from like that part of this and go, this is the church calendar, and this is when we celebrate. Jesus's birthday is celebrated globally yeah. on December on 25th. And so we believe that heaven rejoices with us. We believe that Jesus is good with this. Yeah, This is Christmas. This is Advent. So the baby in Bethlehem, yes. that is the first Advent. Yes. And the second Advent, which is one I am very excited about, for mm-hmm. the second advent is the return of christ right? right like it's mm-hmm. it is one of the best things about being a christian is that our story is nowhere near finished and our god is alive and there's mm-hmm. all these other gods i mean the old testament wouldn't have said have no other gods before me That's right. if <laughs> there weren't lowercase gods mm-hmm. so right? many and if we were lacking one we'll make one we'll make thank, thank you not. and so but there are all these other gods who are not alive you're and right. ours is alive. And mm-hmm. no other God has promised to come back, and ours has promised to come back. And so He will come back. And so at some point, Advent will happen again, where we are prepped and going through days of get ready for the Messiah to come back. Do I think we're in those days? Strong, maybe. Mm-hmm. We're certainly closer than we were in Yesterday. September. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so His return is something to look forward to with, with excitement and thankfulness mm-hmm. and preparation. That's and right. We don't want to be the—what's that story? The ten virgins in the Bible yeah, yeah. where five of them were prepped for the groom and five of them were not. Mm-hmm. And I want to be caught ready. I you want know? to be caught There's ready. There's a song called caught Catch Waiting. Me Singing.
1: Have y'all heard the song? No. <gasps> Wait, I think so.
2: It's called Catch Me Singing. We'll link it. The idea is— there is always a season that's coming, mm-hmm. and we want to ca- we want God to catch us singing. Oh, yeah. When we get to mm-hmm. that season. Yeah. And so the second advent. Yeah. Catch me singing. Annie, you scored 100 percent Oh my gosh, thank you so I'm much. I'm so proud
1: of you. <laughs> I have gold star ready for you. I don't we're even know here. that you
2: need us on your podcast.
0: I, anymore. I do. I did. But here's the thing: so as we go into the scripture, We know of ourselves that we are situated as people between two Advents. Christ has come, Christ will come again. That's what we say, right? And that is what is true. Some of the scripture that we'll read is before the first Advent, and some of the scripture that we're going to read is between two Advents. We're not the only people between two Advents. The early church were people between (laughs) two Advents. (laughs) They're situated where we are. Now, we have this benefit in 2021, at the end of 2021, to also have the whole canon of Scripture. Thank you. Um, and so we get the full Old Testament. We get to refer back to it, read yes. it, and know the God of the Old Testament. And we get the full New Testament complete yes. with revelation. Paul didn't have revelation. Right. So we get that, too. Like, the privilege of getting to be the people between two Advents with the full story told Yeah. is... Yeah. Something to just pause and give thanks for.
1: We're going to explore that in this reading plan as well. I mean, this first kind of two weeks or so, we're going to be searching through Scripture for how it describes Jesus as the light that's come into the world, right? But we're also going to get further in the reading plan. We're going to talk about what it looks like to live as people of the light. So being between two Advents, because the invitation is is that Jesus is the light of the world, but He invites us in. That's the gospel, right? And so it's going to be so good. You all, you've picked a wonderful time to join us. Yeah. So, so glad you're here. Yeah,
0: I would love, on uh, day two, we have John chapter 8, a little snippet from that. And then we also have something beautiful from John 3. Annie, will you read John eight
2: twelve for us? Yeah. Jesus spoke to them again. I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life.
1: That's beautiful. It's kind of the spoiler for the whole right, reading the plan. Whole, <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> that is right.
0: the the gist. But then we go back to John chapter three, and it's actually today's reading. If you're listening to this on the day it releases, and so you'll get to read the story, this interaction between Jesus and Nicodemus, and in this story, you even get John three sixteen. You get the yes. "For God so loved the world." Like mm-hmm. he gets this purpose statement, and then in verse nineteen. The light has come into the world, and people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and avoids it, so that his deeds may not be exposed. But anyone who lives by the truth comes to the light, so that his works may be shown to be accomplished by God. These contrasts of dark and light, this is this theme that we're going to be seeing, and we're going to be seeing Jesus as the metaphorical light, as Mm -hmm. the literal light, Mm -hmm. as the capital L light. This is our starting point. Yeah. Mm
2: Jesus calls Himself a lot of things, yeah, which I'm right. grateful for. And one of the things y'all have done really well for she's and he's is we've explored a lot of those I am's that Jesus mm-hmm. said. That's right. But I am the light of the world is such like a what a kind thing to remind us, and what a what a generous thing to be. Mm-hmm. And so well, I like that. What a generous thing yeah, to be. I mean, that's it, good. It is not easy to be the light to the world, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> right. That's not it's hard easy to be the light task. to the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so. Often, if I'm looking for this, I can see how Jesus sacrificed before he sacrificed his life. And Uh this feels like a sacrifice to say, I'll be the light of the world. I'll be the one who turns down what, My human nature wants at times, and who and who stands up against powerful people that I've known my whole life, as the Pharisees in my town, and Uh who hurts my family's feelings for the sake of the gospel. Right, like he said no to a lot of things to say yes to be the light of the world, and that that feels really generous to me today. I
0: love that phrase that being the sacrifice before he sacrificed his life. I think that's. That's so good because I think we think of He came, as John 3.16 says, you know, Uh He gave His only begotten Son. Yes. But this Son that we're talking about, this Jesus, He gave
2: and gave and gave. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, when Scripture calls Him a man of sorrows, Uh acquainted so closely with grief, I'm like, did He just feel it all, all the time? Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, what a sacrifice to feel. I imagine. Yeah. He didn't have... I don't mean it trite. I do mean it this way. Mm. He didn't have Oreos. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have like these things that I turned to, or mm. 18 other things we turned to. He chose instead to sacrifice yeah. Yeah. and be the light. And it just yep. is, that's moving to, to me the today. Discomfort. Yeah.
0: All right, friends, it's officially Advent. Hey, listen, if you missed the chance to order your physical Advent study book or legacy book and time to read along with the podcast and with the community, listen, I have good news. You can still purchase a digital study book for immediate download at shopshereadstruth.com. That's right, no wait time, no shipping cost, and full access to all the goodness inside our very special 2021 Advent Study Book. Visit ShopSheReadsTruth.com to order your digital Advent Study Book or He Reads Truth Legacy Book today.
1: Hey friends, Amanda here, taking a quick break to tell you about today's Cyber Monday sale in the She Reads Truth shop. Today on Cyber Monday only, you can save on bundles for she's, he's, kids, families, and more. All domestic orders placed today will arrive before Christmas so that you can give the gift of God's Word this year. Just go to shereadstruth.com slash Cyber Monday for bundles for everyone on your Christmas gift list. And if you're listening and Cyber Monday is already behind us, don't worry, it's not too late. We have pulled together the best gifts just for you at shereadstruth.com gifts, including scripture card sets, our most popular studies for both he and she, and gifts for the kiddos in your life. You can find all of that and more at shereadstruth.com gifts. There's a reading day later in this week that we may or may not get to chat more about. In this conversation But it's called The Father of Lights And it's yeah. the, the kind of The lead passage Is that passage From James 1 Where it describes God as the Father of Lights Read and it Amanda listen Yeah listen to this Because you hit on Something there Annie That we're going to Touch on later this week About like Just the generosity of God That he would do this
2: yeah.
1: For us And so this is James 1 16 through 18 Don't be deceived My dear brothers and sisters Every good and perfect gift Is from above Coming down from The Father of Lights Who does not change like shifting shadows by his own choice he gave us birth by the word of truth so that we would be a kind of first fruits of his creatures but that by his own choice like all the gifts are from him and that he gives them by his own choice and then that ultimate gift of his son and in that it's you know we think of the ultimate gift as the sacrifice of his life because it is but that even the coming as a man, as a baby, that that itself was such a gift. The passage from today in that John 3, 16 passage, I love the CSB because it says, instead of for God to love the world, it says, for God loved the world in this way. Yes, I love that so much Mm -hmm. because like this is it. And I love that it's in the Nicodemus story because part of the theme of the story with Nicodemus is that The gospel is such a mystery, but yet it's so real. Yeah. And so in a lot of this, talking about Jesus as the light, there are going to be times where it feels really abstract, right? But it's both, to remember that it's literal and metaphorical, it's right? right yeah. light. And so what I love about the Nicodemus story is that it kind of goes from that language of mystery where Nicodemus is like, I don't understand. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I don't really understand what you're saying. And then there's this beautiful, clear moment where Jesus says... John 3:16, you yeah, know, the yeah. the clearest presentation of the gospel that we turn to so mm-hmm. many times. It may feel kind of ethereal to us at times, but it is absolutely something that a truth that we can grasp. Yes. Um, tangible. Yeah. That yeah. Jesus is the light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's it. Yeah.
0: Here's the thing about this week. Like, part of me wants to just read everything. Yeah. And another part of me wants to be like, oh, my goodness, these are such special scriptures. Uh Uh Like, I understand you can't spoil scripture. But, like, I want to save some of these readings for y'all listening to get to read on your own. On day three, Mm -hmm. it's—like, I was telling Amanda ahead of time, I was just like, I mean— I said, name three better scriptures uh-huh. about light. I'll it's a wait. little bit,
1: a little bit of greatest hits happening yeah, here. It's uh, really good, beautiful
0: because we get Genesis one, one, and then John one, and then Colossians one. Yeah, they're so beautiful. Yeah.
1: If you all don't know yet how Genesis one and John one mirror and Mary, just listen to this and just soak it in a little bit. Annie, would you read for us again? I love to hear you read. Yeah. Would you read Genesis one, one through five yeah. for us? In the beginning,
2: God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the surface of the watery depths, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness He called night. There was an evening, and there was a morning one day.
1: Thank you, Lord, for separating the darkness from right. Light. What does that mean? That's such oh, a I know the separating, like that thought, word, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And that it was formless. How did he have to
2: separate them?
1: Yeah, uh, and then the spirit of God hovering over the surface of the waters. Whoosh! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like picturing Love that. I always that. I like to picture the Holy Spirit just
2: like swirling, like when you see fog over yeah. water, I should always I'm like, Is that what it looked like?
0: And this well, like mysterious, ungraspable uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. presence. Because he hadn't
2: separated the water from the land yet. Right. Correct. It was formless. So yeah, so he's just hovering everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. Still is. And then the
0: like <laughs> and then the like the very real truth that John One gives us. Yeah, yeah. So we
1: already got God the Father, God created heavens and the earth. We have the spirit hovering over the surface of the waters. Yeah. And then listen to what John One says, Rachel, you're gonna read it for us. I want Annie to read it, because
2: she's such a good Bible reader. Thank you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's Jesus, you guys. That's a capital W. Capital W, W. yes. Yes. Uh, He was with God in the beginning, and all things were created through Him. And apart from Him, not one thing was created that has been created. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was created through Him, and yet the world did not recognize Him. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, the glory as the one and only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth.
0: I mean, I don't know where to begin except to say that, like, this passage holds that tension of two Advents. Yes. Really beautifully and interestingly, like, he was, he is, he created, all things are held together by him, and he came. Yes. Like he was and he came. Yes, yes.
2: Colossians to me is one that reads so—because it reads so much more poetic than his Uh other things. Yeah. It just tells how differently he was on that day or how differently he felt about that church. You're right. I don't think of Colossians
0: 1 as having been written by Paul. Right. Yeah. Right. It's too pretty. Yeah. yeah, What what, what did you have for breakfast, Paul, that made you be like, (laughs)
2: you know what? Or was it like a rainy day, Paul? And you were, yeah, what kind of mood were you in? But I would love for you to read some of it, too. It's just because it's just so
1: beautiful. Yeah, It's hard to pick favorites, but this passage. Oh, my goodness gracious. And here's what I was thinking a moment ago. This that we just read, this this creation, and we see the Trinity, we see Genesis one, and then we see John one, and then listen to Colossians one, where it kind of like marries all of this together. And what blows my mind is how this one passage changes absolutely everything for us. Let me read, let me read it. Okay, Colossians one. Hold Starting.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Starting in 15. He is the image. This is Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for everything was created by Him in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through Him and for Him. He is before all things, and by Him all things hold together. It keeps going, and it continues to be that amazing. But my goodness, Patty Sauls wrote our devotional for this reading day. She's my favorite Patty. Oh, I love her so been, much. She's wonderful. So you so guys much. will get to read that tomorrow. But she points out how foundational light is throughout Scripture, which is kind of what we're doing in these first few days, right? And talks about—this is actually a quote that I wrote down from the Devo. Just as light reveals hidden realities— Jesus reveals the presence and the power of God. So the number of levels on which Jesus is the light is really stunning as we're going to keep digging and we're going to, it's like we're, we're mining for gold here and we're just going to keep finding it. But that he is the light and by him, he reveals the father and he is how we know. You know, who is the father? We look to Jesus. Yeah. We look to the word. We look to the capital L B word. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't even pretend to understand the Trinity. Oh. But What? Y- sorry guys. Such a
1: gimme. But Rachel. like
0: the scripture says, you know, and God said, let there be light. And then scripture also says not one thing was created That wasn't created Uh by Him. In this case, it's talking about Jesus, like, that Jesus is the light. He created the light. That Mm -hmm. it's all too wonderful to even comprehend. But I think that that's what I love about how big God is. And it makes us feel small in all the best ways. Like, it makes me think of, which we'll get to, makes me think of tiny Abram standing Mm -hmm. there looking at the vast sky and counting the stars Mm -hmm. or trying to. and. And realizing that there's just—there's so much
2: at play. Yes, yes. Yeah. I wish we did, like, a little bell right here because I want to give a prayer tip. Like, ding, here's yeah, a prayer yeah, like, tip. prayer tip. Annie's um, prayer tip. Annie's prayer tip. I find it really effective— and really helpful when i run across scriptures to remind god of what scripture says when i'm praying. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So when we read he is before all things and by him all things hold together. Oh yeah. Tomorrow i will say to god you said yeah. that you hold all things together. And so here's some things that feel like they're falling apart, but I'm just going to I'm going to remind us both mm-hmm. of what you say. Mm-hmm. You say you hold things together. Mm-hmm. So I need you to hold these things together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need you to hold me together. Yep. Right? And so I need you to I, hold my marriage together, that's my whatever like it. yes. Yeah. And I find that when I pray back to him scripture, mm-hmm. I walk out of the room feeling like I've done some work. Mm. In a good way, not That's good, yeah. we don't control. Have you never in changed prayer. him in any way, but That's having it. changed yourself? And He has not forgotten scripture, but right. I, but I
1: want to say back to him. You said, I mean, I say, Moses did that. said Moses. You said, was
2: most days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, Rachel, that this is biblical, Annie, because mm-hmm. we just recently read Deuteronomy together, and and yes. you see where Moses is calling upon the faithfulness that he knows yes. to be true of God. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is acknowledging the sin of. His people, and He is saying, I know who you are, and I'm going to restate to you who you have already shown yourself Mm -hmm. to be and call on your goodness and your faithfulness. So, appeal to you based on your righteousness. That's right. Our
2: overarching theme of Jesus being the everlasting light, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a thing we can pray every day Mm -hmm. when anything feels dark is, Jesus, you said you're the light. Mm -hmm. I need to see. Yeah, Jesus, you said you're the light. Yep. Come into this hospital room. Come into this office. Come into this marriage. Come into this loneliness. Come into this parenting moment. Come you into any dark right. thing. Yes. Yeah. So you said that you would come. Yeah. And yep. That you have come, and so I'm gonna believe that this is gonna feel different now, and be different now because I'm with the one who
1: is light. Mm-hmm. And That's I'm good. remembering, I'm remembering who you are and what yeah. you do. Yeah. What you actively are doing all the time. Yeah. Even when I'm not. Actively acknowledging it. Yeah. Which
0: is like such an exercise, like even for those listening who are not driving, close your eyes right now and just think about, name some of the dark things right now that are just pressing in on you. And then while your eyes are closed, picture light piercing those things. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Psalm 139, 11 through 12, we'll read this on day four. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me Mm. and the light around me will be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The light shines like the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. Right. Like he doesn't, Hmm. there's no hindrance. Yeah. There's no hindrance. Even when we hide our anger or whatever it is, you know, like children who think, You can't see them because they're covering their eyes.
2: (laughs) Right, right. I love it so much. (laughs) My nephew does that. It's adorable. He just puts his hands over her face and I'm like, where's Sam? I cannot find Sam. Uh Uh He moves his hands and we find him. There he is.
1: There he is. Surprisingly, he is right there. And here's what I I really hope as we come to the end of our hour, which is so sad. I know. We're just getting
2: started. We Mm -hmm. are just
1: getting started. But here's what I think we've hit on and what I think we need to walk away with is there's a lot that we don't know. There's a lot we don't understand. There's a lot of darkness in a lot of ways. Yes. Right? But we know who the light is, yeah, and we're gonna read in in and day we have four. His promises. That's, that's right. right. So yes,
2: and yeah. yes, <laughs> yes,
1: and and we're gonna read in day four the starting point of our desperate need yeah. for. The God of light. And we're going to read from Genesis 3 and the fall. And the reason that we read about the creation Mm -hmm. and the fall, Mm -hmm. every Advent, is because this is where, first of all, we see the first promise of the coming Savior. And it immediately follows... The first evidence of our need, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it the answers fall. the
0: why of the manger. Why? Yeah, why is this right? such why? a big deal? Why do we need Jesus right. to come? Yeah, Here's why. Yeah,
1: and there's a passage in this day, in the day for reading Isaiah 5:20, that just knocks me yikes down. You said yikes. Is that a volunteer? Yeah, I'm to i read it. it. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Go ahead and read that out loud for us. Yeah, it says, "Woe to those who call evil good and good evil." who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those.
1: Yeah, and that, I mean, I read that and I just think, Lord, there's a lot I don't know. There's a lot I get wrong and will continue to get wrong. There's a lot I don't know. There's a lot of darkness. But I know that you're the light, and please, by your grace and mercy, help me to not substitute yeah. any darkness yes. for you. Yes, You know, we talked about little g-gods. That's mm-hmm. one way we do this. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to be people who substitute darkness for light or light for darkness. We want to know the light. We want to receive this mm-hmm. invitation to be That's people right. of the light.
0: And repent of our darkness, because oh, we keep Lord. pointing outward Great. at darkness. And it's oh, good for it us to remember. <laughs> like, even as we're it, saying, like, yes. God, I hate this darkness, we have to say, I hate this darkness in me. Yes. And yes. We have to repent yes. of that
1: darkness yes. in and, us. And yes. that's what we're gonna see in the story of the fall. We see the, like mm. well, how easy You're it exactly is, right? right. Yeah. are like, what well, did God really say? Mm. Yeah. I mean, it come on. Like, this from woman. the
2: start. From the start, did
1: God really say?
2: Ugh. And now we're saying it.
1: Is God really good? Because if he were, would he have done this? I know. This I way, said to her the other day, I was like,
2: Satan does not have a new record. He no. just keeps playing the no. same one to us. Did God, re- hey, ladies, uh-huh. did God really say? Yeah. You're uh-huh. like, uh-huh. oh, you mean what you said to Eve? Yeah. Oh, Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, cool. Interesting that you're saying the exact same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So frustrating. Because I say back,
1: huh, did God really say that? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Did he really say? That? Which we remind ourselves of what he actually said. <laughs> we go to the word, right? And yes. let's find right. out. Yeah, right, yeah. right.
0: Okay. So before we, because there's a little more scripture I want to read in
2: day six. We'll allow it. Yes.
0: But <laughs> before we do, Annie, I just I love getting to be your host and ask you questions because okay. it feels like the table has started. I'm ready. So you gave us already an Annie prayer tip. Yes. But I love the way you are so intentional. About the church calendar, about your Bible reading, about your relationship with the Lord. Like, you model that for me Mm -hmm. and for your friends in a way that, like, I cannot express how thankful I am.
2: Thank you. For that.
0: So if we I know we've had any prayer tip. Yeah. But talk to us about like what will this Advent season look like for yeah. you? Like I know that like life is maybe a little busier than it was in Advent 2020 where sure. things were like super still, yeah. still. Yeah. But what will like how will you carve out time? How can yeah. you be intentional? How can you give us some tips yeah. to do that?
2: You know, one of the things I've been doing since July. Okay. Is, well, let me back up a little bit. I wanted to read the Bible in a year this year. I've never done that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been a Christian since I was five, so I'm going on year 35, uh-huh. and I've never read the whole thing. Okay. And so this was my first year reading the whole thing. And one of the things I did starting in July is I started reading two entries a day because I wanted to be done before Advent. Oh, I love that. And because partly I got tired of having an assignment every day. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> to tell you the real, real. Yeah. And also partly because I thought I want to focus different in Advent. Yeah. I have an advantage in my life that I'm not married yet. I don't have kids. And so my mornings look different mm-hmm. than my mom friends and my married friends. But what I have found is I am a different person when I read scripture every day. Mm-hmm. And, and right. which is who our she's and he's are, right? They, yeah. they know that. But. So for me, this year for Advent, I'm on this ride with y'all. I'm doing The Everlasting Light. And I just am really reflective of what I've experienced reading the Bible and what I've experienced knowing the full picture of Yeah, it. you got the full picture yeah, this year. Yeah, I did. And I don't know if you remember this, but last year I read the Gospels yeah. over and mm-hmm, over. absolutely. And so I really loved that as well. It was a very different experience. So for me, the discipline of reading my Bible every day, well, I'll just tell you my whole morning. You tell want me to do yeah, that? Yeah, I want to hear it, yeah. Okay, it's not very long, but I am very protective of this time, of the mornings when I can be, which And here's is the thing every... I appreciate
0: about this, Annie. It's not, so for Advent, I'm gonna read my Bible. Yeah. I love this rhythm, uh-huh. which is honestly, like, I don't want to say that and yeah. diminish anyone who is. We're going, not shaming anyone no, 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 here, no.
1: right? But, of not.
0: but what you're showing is like your commitment to a regular diet of scripture yes. all year, yes. and just going like, "Well, I'll just show you what I'm doing today, yeah. or what I've been doing all year, and it wouldn't change for Advent in, yes. in some ways."
2: I love that because we so just all thank you. Get yeah. up and make our coffee or tea, right? right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind not of how we start the morning, right? One hundred percent. I'm a tea drinker. Chai? So when I put, yes, mm-hmm. chai and English breakfast, those are my two. When I put my tea water on to boil, mm-hmm. I have a little straight hallway. I live in a roll little condo and a really straight hallway versus the crooked ones that y'all have mm-hmm. No Classic have straight hallways. hallways. Yeah, yeah, one of those curvy hallways. That's real rich people. Mm-hmm. I walk up and down my hall and I just pray. I just kind of oh, start good. talking to yeah. the word while my tea's ready. Because mm-hmm. I found out that if I sit, I waste that time instead of using it. I don't know why. So the whole time making my tea, I'm just pacing, yeah, and just kind of praying what I'm thinking about in the morning. Yeah, and almost always something will bubble to the top, mm. or some person, or something that's going on at work, or in a relationship, or whatever is kind of at the top. And then when I sit down to read, like when I'll sit down today to read day two, mm-hmm. there's already something God and I are spinning. Yeah, Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's already a topic, mm-hmm. and so then because I've started and I've only been doing this practice for three weeks, okay, four weeks, yeah. Because there's already a topic spinning, when I sit down to read, I already know where we're going, and then He puts Scripture to that topic. Yeah, Does that make sense? it does. So this morning, I was having to process what faith looks like when I don't know what to do next. Yeah. And so I'm reading, and I'm going, oh, yeah, that already started this morning. And then it said that that thing I said earlier about God's light mm-hmm. and he's light everywhere. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, he'll be the light. And so that's why I read most days. Yeah. Is that I have found life to be very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and very beautiful. Yes, and right. Right. And so my disciplines revolve around I haven't figured out how to do these days really well if my morning doesn't start like that. Some people are evening people and that is better for them and that's fine, but I'm not.
0: But what you're doing is, processing with the father like you're just saying like here are the things that are present in my life whether you're bringing them to mind whether they're just on my mind whatever this is and the first person I want to speak into these things is you
2: you yeah. I don't need to... And the person I'm, can actually affect it the most. Th- yeah. Yes. Which also yes. is what can be frustrating and be like, hey, you know who can change this? You.
0: <laughs> you you can. can change this.
2: Because yeah. you see where she is and what's going on, and you mm-hmm. see where he is and what's going on. You actually have the power to do this. You are the light, yeah. not me, yeah, and not the other person. And so... And you can walk
0: away from that going, whether you do or not, I've got this hope that's secured in heaven. That's it. Never
2: going anywhere. That's right. And you know who secured that? Also you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, And then I can also say... And you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you uh-huh. said that the doors you open, nobody can close. Why does this feel like it's closing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you said, you know, and so mm-hmm. I can yeah. I can do that. So I just need that time in the morning. And it is one of the things that makes me grateful for a season I didn't think I'd be in, okay. right? I didn't think I'd be single in my 40s. And so yeah. my mornings, to start my mornings with a gratefulness of because I am only in charge of my own life, mm-hmm. I am able to use this time how I want. Yeah, it starts me off in a grateful yeah. time. Yeah, versus a not grateful time.
1: Yeah. yeah, you're describing something, Annie, that I think is so important, and something that we don't just, you know, know right off the bat. You know, it's something that I think we have to learn as we are believers and walk with the Lord. Is just how spiritual disciplines like this, or spiritual practices. So, like specifically prayer and Bible reading, yeah. in this mm-hmm. example, go hand in hand and how they enhance and influence each other. Oh and gosh, yes. and so I just think that that description of your morning is such a beautiful illustration of that. And I mean, we'll explore it, y'all, if you have a study book, um, which you can still get a digital copy, at least if you want it. We have prayer prompts because... Mm-hmm. Communicating with God, our Father, like that is so important, and it should go alongside our Scripture reading, and it really is a partnership. And just the delight that I've found over the years in understanding the depth to which um, Scripture gives us A language for prayer, for the times of you've said this. (laughs) Also, just example we talked earlier about Moses Mm -hmm. calling, you know, saying, you're doing just what you just did. Like God, you said this, but also like lament things that we've already talked about. Lament, praise, worship, relationships. Like there's just we know that God's hands are not tied by what we do or don't do. Praise God. Yeah, kidding. We also know that when we know our Bibles. And even better when we hide scripture in our hearts, That's right. yeah. that the Holy Spirit just goes to town on that. Like yes. he, it is a playground by which yeah. he ministers to us yeah. and makes us effective in whatever our calling is, our ministry to others is that day. And it's just, I hope that this Advent will be. A light bulb, pun very much atta intended, girl, atta girl. <laughs> moment for a lot of us to realize either for the first time or again, how God's Word and prayer marry. Yeah. Because I mean, we've our team has worked really hard to marry those in the experience yeah. for you.
2: That's right. Okay, so one of the things I'm working on is memorizing part of Romans 8. Ooh. Because yeah. sorry for the how,
1: overreaction. How but long Romans. have I read the Bible,
2: Romans, and 8. not realized that Romans eight twenty four says, "Hope that is seen is no hope at all." Mm-hmm. What? Okay, so we don't have time for all that, mm-hmm. but that's where mm-hmm. I am. Is there one? I mean, I'm wondering, like, when I think about that mm-hmm. day too, where Jesus says, "I am the light of the world." That's right. Yep. Yeah. I think I want to memorize that. Yeah. Like I haven't memorized beyond Jesus saying, "I'm the light of the world," right. but I feel like that next sentence that feels like a good one today. To memorize, anyone who follows me will never walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. That, like, yeah. I'm going to put that on a, I keep note cards and sticky notes yeah, by my do. Bible, by my little table. It's a disaster of that little table, but because I have like all sorts of like 18 books I read. <laughs> I have my my Bible's in NIV, but I have my She Reads Truth Bible right there that I can look at the map. You know, I have mm-hmm. a lot of the maps. I can look at the maps and all the side stuff, but I just, I'm going to write that one on a note card today. And, let's all do it. Yeah, That's let's, great. Let's, let's I love memorize that. Memorize that one. That That's feels. Good. That's attainable. We memorize short sentences all the time when we want to retell jokes Mm -hmm. or when we want to sing a song. And so (laughs) that feels like I would love to memorize that.
0: Okay. I know that we have to go, but I want to read from the Isaiah Isaiah passage (laughs) in day six. I want to read it because I feel like when I read it the other day, it was like, have I ever read this before? I I love love that. I love love
2: that about scripture. That's what's happening to me in Romans 8 too. Um,
0: And so I want to read that and then all of our fun closing joy. But actually, any oh, this is the one I know. I,
1: yes. Oh, yes, I have Read a— Read it
2: for us, friend. Mm. Isaiah 42, 5 through 9. This is what God, the Lord, says, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it, and spirit to those who walk on it. I am the Lord. I have called you for a righteous purpose, and I will hold you by your hand. I will watch over you, and I will appoint you to be a covenant for the people and a light to the nations, in order to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon and those sitting in darkness from the prison house. I am the Lord. That is my name, and I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. The past events have indeed happened. Now I declare new events. I announce them to you before they occur." Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's Ooh, go. Arms I in know. the air. I know. The Tears past. in our eyes. Arms in the air. Yeah. The past events have happened. Yeah. And that's sweet that he doesn't go. The past doesn't matter. He goes. Hey, the past has happened, but God is a yes and. God mm-hmm. is a yes and. Yes. God. The past has happened. Now I declare new yes. Events. Yes and. There's new events. Here we go.
1: The light is here, guys. The light is here. Here's how this is going to go. I make all things new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm declaring new events. Not some things. This impossible thing that you just walked through, Mm -hmm. that happened. And I was there for that. Yes, Mm -hmm. that was was dark. You were not alone.
0: But even darkness is not dark to me. That's That's right.
1: right. But there is light and there is more light. There's light coming. The light has come. Light is here. Light is still coming. Yes, that's right.
0: And we have weeks ahead to read about how what it looks like to be people of light. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: what a gift. What Thank you all for doing this work.
0: Okay, so Annie F. Downs. Yes, ma'am. We have a tradition on the She Reads Truth podcast yes. that we like to ask where in your life you're seeing beauty, goodness, and truth. Yes which is one of my favorite traditions. However, as one of our favorite podcast hosts, (laughs) you have your own tradition on your podcast where you ask your guests what sounds fun to them. And I just can't help it. I want to get to
2: ask you your own question. (laughs) Okay. Annie F. Downs, what sounds fun to you? Oh, man. In Advent, what sounds fun to me is I love that, and I think this year we'll be back at it and maybe a limited capacity, but probably significantly more than last year. I just love the uh, gatherings of yes, this ma'am.
1: season oh, where Lord. you see
2: people you haven't seen and you don't want, you, oh, well, it's a Thursday, there might be a thing. It's a Friday, there might be a thing. And, you know, like, I don't know how y'all plan your office party, but we plan our office parties on like a Monday or a Tuesday because I don't want to miss or my people to miss All anything that might happen on a Friday yeah. through a Sunday. I love this time of year for that reason. Mm-hmm. I love Hallmark right. movies. Y'all yeah. know that about me. I think they're fun. <laughs> I, I, there's just a lot about this season. My personality, my Enneagram type, my way I'm built, my annie mm-hmm. is often the anticipation is actually more fun than the actual event. <laughs> and so my enjoyment of Advent and Lent tend to be higher than my enjoyment of Christmas and Easter. Wow. And so I just like, because I used mm-hmm. to, especially in my 20s and my early 30s, I would get to Christmas and be like, well, that... I thought it was going to be bigger and brighter and better than that. It's actually just a day. Yeah. It's another day. And then I was like, oh, here, nothing's wrong with the day. Nothing's wrong with the experience. You're an anticipation gal. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so I've just learned to love the season before the big thing. Yeah. And so I put less pressure um, on the big thing too. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And the people involved (laughs) in the big thing because that was unfair. Yeah. So, but to me, what sounds fun to me is, This is a real Southern phrase, but just sopping up this season. Oh, yeah. Just every bit of what this season offers us leading up to a really high and holy day.
1: That's right. And again, come for Advent, stay for Lent. I'm just going to sleep better tonight knowing you said sopping up. On yeah. the podcast. A I love it so much. Let's make
0: that shirt. Uh, okay, so one other question, <laughs> yes. because I know that you won't say it yourself. Something that sounds fun to me. Yeah. You just released a children's book. Yeah. Okay, okay, can you just Y'all tell? Done it too. tell I know, the way. but writing children's books—it's such a different jam yeah. altogether. Yeah, that's different right. challenges, different thrills, yes. different everything. Yes. Okay, tell us a little bit about it. it released yeah. in October, yeah. so hopefully everyone what listening fun
2: to you already has it. Yeah. But if you don't, we're linking to it in the show. Now. Oh, thanks. It's called What Sounds Fun to You. You know, I used to teach elementary school. That's what I studied. That's from my third grade year. I wanted to teach school because I had such an incredible third grade teacher, Miss Albers, and she made me want to be in the classroom. And so that's... I love that. Yeah, for the next 20 years, that's what I did. Yeah. Either being in school or studying to teach school or teaching school. And so to get to put back into public school classrooms and public school libraries and Man. and family life just feels like a real honor so um, you're getting to now contribute yeah a book that I wish I'd have had. Yeah. And we worked really hard to make sure it fit in public school classrooms. It mentions, the idea of it is let's look at all these different places where you could have fun. So, so let's look at a spread of a playground and notice that there's six different kids who all look a little different that are all doing something different that are all fun. Yeah. Because I think one of the problems that happens when you're an adult is you think your fun isn't as cool as someone else's fun, but that's because <laughs> when we were kids, the only thing that was, quote, cool on the playground Ground was playing football. Okay, yeah. Well, the kid who's reading is actually cool, and the kid on the slide is actually cool and having a great time. That's right. Yeah. And so I'm hoping to kind of like cut off a path before it happens, where kids go, "Oh, look at all these kids having different fun." Yeah. That means my fun is fun, and so it's a little. There is some sneaky Jesus. There's a church page, <laughs> yes, and there's a. But we made sure with librarians and classroom teachers that this was something that could fit there. So, and the other side of that, and then I'll. Be done. Good. I can talk about this forever. Uh, well, the illustrations are incredible. The illustrator, Jenny Poe, just is unreal, and just all the kids in it are my friends' kids. Yes, oh, and so every kid sweet. is actually someone I know. And as a non-mom, yeah, it is a very important part of my life investing in other people's kids, mm-hmm. and has I love been. That about you. And so, I mean, I love mm-hmm. both of your children, mm-hmm. both of your children's. No, you had. I love all of your kids. <laughs> I love all your kids. <laughs> both of your. Kids, yeah, and so this feels like another investment, yeah, to model if mm-hmm. nothing else, to model to people. It takes a village, yeah, and I know it takes a village because y'all have invited me to be part of your village. That's right, yeah, right. And so I feel really moved and inspired and honored and happy and just to like <laughs> investing. In other people's kids that way. Yeah. To be another safe adult voice That's good. who will bring light into uh-huh. dark places. And parents can say, I'm tired today, but Annie's book is not tired. Mm. I'm oh. tired tonight, but Annie's yeah. book is not tired. I don't know what to say about what happened today in our lives as grown ups, but we'll pass you this book mm-hmm. that'll be fun. Yeah. Because we need to process something as the grown ups in this house. You know, like it is another opportunity for me to team up with the parents in my life. Yeah.
0: I feel like everyone listening is either nodding knowingly because uh-huh. they already have this book uh-huh. and they are agreeing that it has been that for them. Or they are going to sheerreadstruthcom slash podcast yeah, And finding that link thanks. Or just go to Amazon I mean, or Barnes & Noble All, and the, o- the, all places. the places yeah. And it's called What Sounds Fun to You Yes That's good Okay Now I understand We truly need to
1: wrap <laughs> What Sounds Fun to Me Yes Is To come back next week That's right Because We're going to continue That's right Reading through Our Advent study The everlasting light And our friend Ruth Joe Simons Is going to be here And you guys If you don't know Ruth You're about to And she's just a delight She's such a warm presence So We look forward to that Annie One more question Yes Until next week What do we tell our friends? Keep opening your Bibles